Hey everybody, welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we will of course cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the manager's been up to, and what we're looking forward to this coming football Weekend. It is Sunday, September 19th. We are heading into the second Sunday of uh, the fantasy football season, and we have a lot to talk about. Let's get into it. Uh, just a quick note trying out a different workflow format here for my notes and how I do things, a little bit more real time. So uh, thanks for bearing with me as I click through a bunch of tabs in my browser. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about last week week one uh we got our first fantasy football action first uh chance to see how the rosters that we drafted performed uh let's get into it uh matchup by matchup here so uh commissioner matt faced off against glenn and glenn uh wiped the floor with him 130 to 68 so glenn had tom brady who scored 35 huge points uh, i believe it was that it might have been the qb1 of the week uh he had amari cooper big game against tampa bay tyreek hill huge game uh against cleveland uh and chris godwin his auto draft even did well getting 14 points he got a bagel from robert tunyon but really didn't need it uh getting 130 huge points matt on the other side of the coin things just didn't work out for you man uh justin jefferson only had seven julio jones against arizona uh for tennessee only had two zeke in that Tampa Bay game on Thursday, only had three points. They did not really use him because they needed him to block or I don't know. Anyway, Javante uh, Williams had four. I mean, it's just uh, just lackluster for a total of 68. So, you know, talking about the benches, did, have, did Matt have more points he could have put on there? Yes, but not enough to make the difference against a huge game from Glenn. Uh, let's see. Next uh, up, we had Pete uh, versus Beach, and Pete again a totally uneven match. Highest score of the week. Pete 144 to 79. Just a tremendous roster. You know, here's the thing, Pete. You pointed out I did not talk about you last episode when I was talking about the draft. Frankly. You got caught in the page down scroll in my notes, and you know you weren't there. You have a great roster. Russ is in his early season form, cooking for the Seahawks. Had a great game, 34 points against Indianapolis. Hopkins for Arizona, awesome. Joe Mixon getting the work in Cincinnati against a pretty lousy Minnesota defense. Uh, Austin Eckler with 11 points in the flex. That's he's got Austin Eckler in his flex. That's how deep his uh, his roster goes. Uh, and just really put the hurt on uh, on Beach there. Um, Beach just had, you know, what looked like uh, going into it, pretty good opportunities with Matt Ryan against uh, Philadelphia, Devontae Adams against New Orleans, um, you know, just uh, Stephon Diggs against, oh, that's not good. I was against Pittsburgh. Uh, but, you know, some pretty good opportunities and just didn't make it happen. Um, you know, sometimes the dice just, just don't roll your way. Um, so, you know, Beach takes a loss, but, uh, I'm sure with a roster like that, he's, he's going to bounce back. Um, and Pete looking dominant, <laughs> looking like another big week, week for Pete, but we'll, we'll get into it. Now we had a, a much closer game here. Craig versus Colin. Uh, Craig wound up winning 88 to 66, uh, even with a complete bagel 
a goose from Ryan Fitzpatrick, who got hurt early in the game against the Chargers, out for the season, uh, it seems like. And uh, yeah, but managed that score mostly on the back of Christian McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey, and a huge game on that Thursday night game again uh, for Antonio Brown against Dallas. Uh, Colin, for his part, had decent games from Josh Allen. Cooper Cup looks like he's going to be great this season. Daryl Henderson looks like he's going to be great this season. But Brandon Ayuk, surprise, you know, scratch from the roster. Najee Harris against Buffalo, only getting four points. Uh, Kyle Pitts against uh, Philadelphia, only getting three. So, I mean, didn't uh, didn't have an amazing game. Definitely, I mean, if you score 66 in this league, that's a pretty low score. Uh, but uh, it was a closer game, if if nothing else. So Craig gets his first win. Uh, Derek showing up big against Tom, 137 to 100. So Patrick Mahomes with 38 points, um, you know, doing Patrick Mahomes things. Uh, Keenan Allen had a good game. Uh, Tyson Williams, Derek's pickup from last week with the whole Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins injury drama, uh, did very well. In addition, I mean, Gronk had 21 points uh, with with Tampa uh, against Dallas uh, on that Thursday game. Melvin Gordon for the Denver Broncos. Nobody knew what the split was going to be between Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Melvin Gordon put up 17 points. He had 101 rushing yards, a touchdown, and 17 receiving yards. That was great. And, of course, Derek has the L.A. Rams defense. So that worked out pretty darn well for him. Now, uh, you know, Tom didn't have a slouch of a game, certainly. Um, You know, he had uh, great games from Tyler Lockett, Darren Waller, Dalvin Cook did Dalvin Cook stuff. Not huge, but like solid. Brandon Cooks was really good for for Tom against Jacksonville. Um, You know, he's on Houston, but he's the good receiver on Houston, so he's going to get the work. Um, And yeah, Mike Williams for for the Chargers. So, you know, Tom did well. Getting 100 points is, is not a easy thing to do or it's sort of a benchmark for like you're doing pretty good if you get to 100 and and so a good game but Derek you know running away with it here I mean on the bench yeah I guess you know Tom could have played Kirk Cousins instead of Baker um, but otherwise uh, you know really good game from from both of them I think now uh, maybe the lowest scoring matchup of the week was Scott versus Drew uh, Scott wound up coming away with it 79 to 69 so Drew, talk about some disappointments. Aaron Rodgers against New Orleans last week. The Green Bay was just horrible. Like, what was Aaron Rodgers doing? He only had 133 passing yards, no passing touchdowns, two interceptions. It was just, it was horrible. Um, but, and, you know, uh, Drew had DK Metcalf, who had a touchdown, but was really involved only later in that Seahawks game. Mike Evans with two points. Mark Andrews with two points. You know, just not the types of games that you're hoping for with that with that type of roster. Uh, Scott also had a, I'd say, a kind of a bad game, too. I mean, Terry McLaurin had six points. Mike Davis, who's basically the entire running game in Atlanta, only had six points. Uh, only five points from the great Baltimore defense against Las Vegas in that big overtime loss. Um, you know, 79 points isn't great. But it was enough to win, and you know what? At the end of the day, it's about wins and losses. So, Scott, you came in with a win. You're 1-0, heading into Week 2. Congratulations. Uh, and uh, lastly was my game against – who was I against? I was against John, wasn't I? Um, yeah, where I, I won 121 to 102. Um, 
you know, I had a real, real great game from Kyler Murray with 41 points. Uh, CeeDee Lamb and David Montgomery Gummery did really well for me. The SFD held it together against Detroit, even in garbage time. Justin Tucker had uh, some great kicks at the end against Las Vegas that, that totally got me there. John was threatening. You know, he has 102 points. I thought he would be creeping up. He has Lamar Jackson, who uh, on that Sunday night game, I'm sorry, Monday night game, uh, could really have uh, gone off, but really stayed stayed a little bit pedestrian with 19 points. Uh, Adam Thielen against Cincinnati had 21 huge points. Uh, Jonathan Taylor against the Seahawks got held to 11. I was very happy for multiple reasons about that. Um, and his TJ Hawkinson looks like he's going to be basically most of the passing offense in Detroit besides the running backs. So um, really good, uh, you know, acquisition there good draft pick there and and uh you know has a great roster i'm glad i beat him i didn't know it was going to happen like that and uh yeah uh, good job good job me good job john um so let's talk about the the highs and the lows um high score i already said was pete um really putting the hurt on the league and me for getting skipped i guess uh in talking about his draft last week with 144 big points good job pete you get the bell and uh lowest score is colin so colin i don't know if we're doing videos or something but you might owe something for that performance against craig uh that was that was poor dude uh but you know 66 we had a 68 and a 69 so you know there are a few people who were kind of hovering in that range colin you just happened to be the lowest one so that was the recap of week one in between uh certainly people made some roster moves it was the first waiver wire of the season and we had somebody to get really excited about. Um, So Eli Mitchell was the surprise, you know, with Raheem Mostert getting hurt, much to my dismay, I had Raheem Mostert drafted. Eli Mitchell, young running back in San Francisco, just went bananas for uh, San Francisco last week and seems like he's going to be the starting back. He's so fast. He's that Raheem Mostert role in San Francisco. People were really excited. A lot of big bids on him. Uh, and Beach got him for $33. I was bummed. I had him for 31. I was scared to overspend. I should not have. That was, uh, that was a really good pickup. Um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, Tom got Nelson Aguilar for, uh, for what? 23 uh fab budget that's that's a good one i mean he basically looks like he's the big uh passing target for mac jones in new new england so that's great uh beach also i just realized beach spent so much money he had Jameis winston after his five touchdown performance uh in new orleans uh you know Picking him up for $16, dropping Matt Ryan. Seems like a good move to me. Uh, Derek picked up Mark Ingram, the Houston running game you know, starter, for $9, dropping Noah Fant. Uh, Tom picked up the Chicago defense uh, for 4 dropping Indianapolis. Uh, Scott picked up Carlos Hyde for $3, the Jacksonville running game, for what it's worth, dropping Philip Lindsay. He also picked up Kenneth Gainwell, the running back in uh, Philadelphia. Seems like he's going to be a, an important piece for them. That was a $3 pickup. Um, Glenn picked up Juwan Johnson, who's uh, a wide receiver and a tight end, according to uh, according to Yahoo. So, you know, well, that, that may be one to watch there in New Orleans, dropping Deshaun Watson. You know, good job. Way to drop Deshaun. Uh, Scott, Scott picked up Cleveland D. Uh, they have a great game coming up against Houston, who is horrible. Um, 
I picked up the Arizona D. Uh, they're they're going up against uh, Minnesota. Hopefully they'll do some damage. I dropped San Francisco. Colin picked up New Orleans, dropping Buffalo. I picked up Tim Patrick. Uh, Scott picked up Cordero Patterson, Cordero Patterson, who's a wide receiver and RB dual threat for Atlanta. Dropping Marquez Callaway. Uh, Craig picked up Ryan Tannehill, who was uh, previously dropped, I believe. Um, who dropped Ryan Tannehill? Ah, well, it's fine. Uh, and Colin picked up Rondale Moore, the uh, wide receiver for Arizona, dropping Mike Gesicki. And uh, Derek picking up Green Bay, uh, dropping the Rams defense. Um, Rams have maybe a, a harder slate of games coming up. Uh, with Tampa Bay uh, in their future and, and a bunch of NFC West games. So that, that might be the right move there. And now the Rams are on the table for pickup, I suppose. So, uh, yeah, a lot of good transactions. You know, I, I feel like transaction of the week typically go, goes to a value play um, where it's like, oh, somebody picked up somebody really good for really cheap. But, gosh, I, I just got to hand it to Beach here. Transaction of the week uh Eli Eli Mitchell seems like he's going to be the difference maker I'm a bit in my in my feels I'm tilting about that low bid that I I gave I should have bid more but uh so it is now transaction of last week um you know looking back he didn't even play him is the thing so it's sort of I kind of regret giving it you know or at least I, I feel mixed about it but I gotta give it to Pete Pete for the Devonta Smith uh one dollar waiver um, seems like, oh, and he was the one who dropped Ryan Tannehill. Um, that was a good call too. But um, getting that $1 waiver for Devontae Smith, who's gonna, seems like he's gonna be the dude um, for their for their passing game in Philadelphia, um, you know, I think is great. Also nice for the the Philly homer to get his uh, his hot new Philadelphia receiver. So yeah, that's that's what's happened so far. Maybe there'll be a couple more transactions today. Uh, before football really starts in earnest, but uh, we've got some good, good matchups uh, on the on the slate here. I'm against Tom. It's currently looking like uh, Yahoo's projecting 103 to 103. Um, you know, we'll see. Tom finally has uh, rostered his defense that he picked up, who previously was just on his bench. Um, let's see. We've got uh, Matt versus. Beach, that looks like a good one. Um, currently uh, looking like 104 to 102. Um, oh, actually, well, maybe. Uh, the Washington defense did not do so good against uh, the New York Giants. So we'll we'll, we'll see about that one. Uh, but it's early days. Anything could happen, you know. Uh, Glenn's up against Drew. That looks like a super close match. Yahoo currently has a projected 112 to 110. Um Colin and Pete are facing off 103 to 109. I mean, like, these are, you know, everything looks close at the start. Uh, Derek versus Craig looks super close within three points. Uh, and Scott versus John uh, looks, you know, pretty good. Scott's making it look really good, frankly, with uh, getting 16 points from Terry McLaurin. Uh, that was five points over the projection. So, you know, uh, another great week coming up where anything can happen. Uh, I love the, uh, the the chats going on on GroupMe. I love the gifts, uh, the side bets. Hey, let's talk about side bets. We finally have a side bet going on. Uh, for week two, Derek and Craig have a side bet going on uh, about kickers, um, where they'd each take kickers, not on their team, 
but across the league, uh, one of them has the odds, one of them has the evens, top six, and just they'll add up kicker points and see who gets more points. This feels like the biggest coin flip in the world, but it's fun. It's fun to tabulate, and uh, it's fun that we'll uh, hopefully get a video pretty soon. Uh, you know, I also love the ribbing of Matt about getting a, a video in Drew's accent, which Drew, like, Drew sent a fun GIF, uh, and actually, that gets me into GIF of the Week, but we'll talk about it uh, in uh, in so doing. But uh, Drew sent a fun GIF, kind of trying to describe his accent, because Drew does have sort of, he has an East Coast accent by way of SoCal that has some other stuff going on, and, uh, you know, Matt, uh, it's a tricky one. I think you'd have to listen to Drew talk, uh, you know, like a, a tape or something over and over again to try to get it. I would love to see this. Uh, Matt, if you're listening, and I hope you are, uh, this should try to happen at some point. Uh, I, I, this is my this is my my plea to you, Matt. This would be so fun. Uh, because accents are hard. I can't do good accents of anybody. Uh, and uh, most people can't either, but it's really fun to watch people try. So, GIF of the week. Uh, Matt, speaking of people try, I, I feel like you were trying hard to get some GIFs in under the wire before the podcast. That's not how it works. It's about context. It's about the context of the GIF. And so I'm going to give GIF of the week actually to Drew for the uh, funny, uh, self-deprecating uh, humor that he had about his own accent and a GIF that he thought encapsulated it. It was very bro-y, very silly, and uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, But I I do want to give Matt special honors. Um, You'll get a bell, too, because Matt had a wonderful rant uh, from the point of view of the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I I, I believe that was his own, Um, but he was talking about how, you know, just give me all the veteran running backs you have. Like, it doesn't matter who they are, just whatever. And, uh, yeah, it it was very, very funny. And I love that kind of banter and humor in the chat in this league is what makes it so fun. So uh, absolutely, you get a bell, just not for a gif, my dude. So we're going into week two. Uh, It just really starts in earnest in just a few hours here. So enjoy fantasy football. Uh, I'll see you in the chat. And everybody have a good week. Good luck to you. Uh, Everybody except Tom, uh, who uh, I hope uh, does not have good luck and that I get another win. So take care, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. Drama. (laughs) Right there. Yep, for